Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University, where we talk about what is going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. I'm your host, Patty Eminger. You may know me as Patty Pop Culture from TikTok. If it is your first time here, thank you so much for coming. Take a seat in the classroom wherever you would like. You're so welcome. If it is not your first time here, thank you so much for coming back. I love you. I stand you. I am in your fandom. You guys, happy Tuesday. We're like approaching the end of the summer right now. It's kind of sad. The weather is still scorching hot, though, and with this climate change and with Everyone ignoring the global warming issue. It is probably going to be summer until like December. So don't even worry about it. Don't even go fall clothes shopping yet. Um, I hope you guys are having an amazing week. My week has been pretty good. My night tonight has been very exciting because I finally bought myself an iMac or a MacBook Pro. Are they not called iMacs? I don't, I don't even know. But a MacBook Pro. I'm so happy. I've been recording this podcast on my HP laptop. And if any of you guys have an HP laptop, like you understand, like it's great and all it gets the job done, but it doesn't have many amazing capabilities beyond just getting the job done, you know? So I'm very happy to be getting my iMac Pro sometime in the next few weeks. I'm going to be able to record on there and even uh, do video recordings of this podcast and be able to show you guys videos and pictures and interact more and just have it be way more exciting with that whole visual layout and a whole new way to listen to the podcast and view it. So I'm so excited for that. And I feel like you'll just take it to the next level and it'll be so much better. And yeah, I'm so happy. Until then though, the podcast is amazing either way. We roll with it either way. Let's get into what we're going to talk about today. And that is first we have to talk about the fact that Harry Styles is in some hot water with the gay community and it is not looking good for him i feel like he finally like slipped up a little bit then we're going to talk about jennifer gardner and her best beauty advice which i think is really strong and important we're going to talk about andrew tate being banned from literally every single platform and what he has to say about it and why and then we're going to do a little bit of a kardashian update but this one is menacing we're going to talk about some criminal activity going on with multiple kardashians so before we get into it, make sure you rate this podcast five star on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, leave a cute little review, tell your friends about it, screenshot your screen of your phone listening to it, post it to your Instagram story, or maybe you can just hit share on Spotify and post it to your Instagram story and like tag me in it, and I will hit you up in your DMs. I appreciate it so much. It helps build the podcast because we don't have big companies doing that for us. It helps get the name out there. And without further ado, welcome to Pop Culture University. Take your seats. Class is in session. R-E-K. I'm a movie, I should be on replay. I'm trying to act new CK. He got pictures of my titties in his briefcase. I like D-I-C-K. I like bad bitches too. She could be bad. Ass back to the max like T-J. BJ, while he's beating on the freeway. Don't play with Nikki, cause it could get tricky. And that's world to Dricky, bitch, it could get sticky. And that's world to the way Mike Michael Carter. I'ma finish these dumb bitches. Michael Maya. Don't nobody wanna hit that weak shit hoe. In the game 15, ain't peak yet hoe. Tell that goofy get a chair, she was cocky. I could swear to my old tape, so more than your album. Drop a tear. You guys, today is a day that will go down in history. Herstory. It is truly a celebratory day that will be remembered forever. It's like when the queen finally gets her crown and the village people, aka the barbs, are so happy. 
today, Nicki Minaj finally has her first solo number one hit on Billboard. It seems crazy even saying that. The fact that this actually happened, it's a day that I never really thought would even come. Nicki Minaj's super freaky girl is number one on the Billboard Hot 100 this week. And believe it or not, it's the first time she's had a solo song or really any song go number one on Billboard. She had like two uh, features that she was like in a remix for before, but those were kind of not, you know, official real hits. But this is a bona fide number one. Nikki finally has it. I could not be happier for her. She deserves her flowers and she deserves all the praise. And like she's done so much for the culture and for music. And she is the queen of rap. So the fact that she's getting this just little uh, like accolade is I'm just so happy for her. She's done so much in her career, but just a little number one like this, I know was so important to her and fulfills, I feel like, a void that she's been feeling seeing these other girls like Meg and Cardi get number ones, even though Nikki has undoubtedly done more for rap and is the better rapper, you know, the queen of rap. I think that's undeniable. So it's like all is finally right in the world. Um, She didn't even have a music video for this song and it went to number one, which is so fucking impressive. A music video helps boost your spot on Billboard so much. She had the most pure sales of any song in 2022, beating out any song Adele has put out in this past year. Go, Nikki. Holy fuck. Y'all know she's the fucking queen. You dirty bum bitches, no. You dirty rap bum bitches, no. Beyonce, Lizzo, and Nikki all have, in the last few weeks, gotten number ones. So they've passed number one, like, batons between each other from about damn time to break my soul to now super freaky girl. And this is the first time ever that three black women have consecutively had the number one spot on Billboard. I mean, fucking iconic. Can we take a moment? History making, herstory, black excellence, black girl magic, absolutely incredible. These women are just out here slaying the charts as they always do but it's so great in like modern times i feel like black women are getting their flowers more and being appreciated more than they were before thanks to just everyone demanding that they get the respect and praise that they deserved and it's about damn time no pun intended nikki had some real competition though she had to beat out well beyonce and lizzo you know she had to beat them out to get that number one and she had to beat out Harry Styles for As It Was, which has already spent 10 weeks at number one. And you know that song. Your fucking grandma, grandpa, uncle, annoying family all know that song. It is a banger. You can't take that away from Harry. So the fact that she beat him, I'm so fucking happy for her. And, you know, thank God she beat Harry because I don't think Harry deserves number one this week because he's in some hot water with the public. So as we know... Harry Styles is known for his sexually ambiguous image, his I don't want to be labeled attitude, and the queerness in the way he dresses and presents himself. And in the past, critics of Harry's approach to how he presents himself have kind of accused him of queer baiting or profiting off of queer aesthetics without really claiming the community because he goes by unlabeled. People who defend him will say like it's unfair to force him to label himself as one thing in order to validate, you know, his gender or his sexual community or his creative expression. 
And I totally agree. I think forcing someone to label themselves is problematic and completely unnecessary. Going labelless is totally a real option and I think good for a lot of people and I support people who do not want to give themselves a label. But where they are upset with Harry is that this week he did a Rolling Stones interview and while he doesn't claim any queerness for himself, he seemed to talk about queer issues a little too much. So if you don't know, Harry is going to be in a new movie called Don't Worry Darling where he's playing a gay man who is in the closet in the 1950s who throughout the movie is going to come out of the closet and leave his wife for a man that he falls in love with. That's no like spoiler or anything. We knew that from the trailer and just the whole concept of the film. And he was kind of talking about a gay sex scene. Yes, Harry Styles in a gay sex scene. Get excited. Mark down the days on your calendar to see that. I don't even know what it comes out, but going to be amazing for our viewing pleasures. Harry Styles is going to have a gay sex scene. And he was kind of asked about that and how he kind of went into it. And he kind of sounded ignorant when he answered the question. He said that. Let me find it. Wait, wait, wait. You're going to love this. What he said. Just give me a second. When it comes, comes back to me. Oh, okay. Here it is. He said, so much of gay sex in film is two guys going at it, and it kind of removes the tenderness from it. Let me say that again. So much of gay sex in film is two guys going at it, and it kind of removes the tenderness from it. So clearly it seems like in that quote, Harry just said, gay sex is just two men going at it in films, and that removes the tenderness. If two plus two is four, and five plus five is ten, then gay sex is indeed two men going at it but i think what he meant is that it was like really like rough and barbaric or something and he wanted to make it more passionate and about the love and the fact that regardless of that it's gay sex it is just sex i think that's what he was trying to say like just passionate sex that a man and woman could have a woman and a woman a man and a man anyone and anyone can have i think that was the point of it but people thought that quote that he said was just so maybe even like bordering homophobic. Like, what does he mean by that? It's just two men going at it and that's, you know, not good how it's been portrayed in the past. And a lot of people were even saying, no, Harry hasn't seen enough queer films then because a lot of gay sex portrayed in films is actually really passionate and loving and clearly he's just ignorant and doesn't know. So Grindr, yes, the Grindr app on like a gay, that gay hookup app that if you're gay, you absolutely know about and probably shaped your adolescence in some traumatizing but also very formative maybe a little bit amazing way that grinder hookup app quoted quote tweeted harry styles quote in rolling stones and said harry styles when he finds out gay sex is two guys having sex and it's someone like acting shocked so clearly his quote was not received very well and it sent off kind of a firestorm of people coming for harry and his you know, presentation of himself being this sexually ambiguous person and his queer baiting. So here are some of the most viral tweets about it. The one Grinder sent out has almost 100,000 likes at this point. Someone else said, Harry Styles needs to stop cosplaying as gay. 
Quit toying with us in our experience for your own commercial exposure. Someone else said, Harry Styles, when gay sex scenes don't have men putting on nail polish and wearing glittery outfits. Someone else said, Harry Styles, when he finds out gay people fuck each other instead of just wearing ugly outfit combos and pinning their nails pink together and it's someone like screaming. Someone else said, Harry Styles, when he finds out gay men actually have sex and don't just strut around stage in ugly rompers. And it's another woman screaming. So clearly... People now think Harry's whole perception of being gay is just completely off. And in his mind, it's just, you know, wearing fun, like, Freddie Mercury-esque, David Bowie-esque outfits and being colorful and wearing rompims. And I get to, like, be a queer icon and capitalize off the gay community. That's kind of what people now think Harry's doing because of the seemingly ignorant quote that he said. And the interviewer even asked him in this if he feels like he kind of like asked him about the queer baiting thing and seemingly asked why he's only seen out in public with women. And he Harry Styles responded, I don't think I've publicly been with anyone. If someone takes a picture of you with someone, it doesn't mean you're choosing to have a public relationship or something. And I'm kind of disappointed by Harry's answer to that because I wish Harry just would have said like, oh, I just date women or kind of address the queer baiting situation more. But instead, he just kind of said, oh, I didn't mean to be photographed with that woman, with that woman. But Harry was, he's clearly only comfortable being seen out with women because he only dates women and he's only ever in situations to get photographed with women because he's only ever with women. And he only writes song about women referencing women and even said uh, Watermelon Sugar High is about a woman, specifically a female. So I wish Harry Styles just kind of gave us more insight to what his true sexuality is instead of like talking or not not even what his true sexu- sexuality is, but like you know what I mean. Kind of like give us some insight to what your sexuality journey is looking like right now before you go talk about all this queer topics and queer discourse and queer sex and films and and like why are you just ignoring the fact that you're only with women in my heart of hearts i think harry is just straight and has only ever been with a like women But also in my heart of hearts, I do think Harry loves the idea of being free-spirited and really wants to represent the gay community and be this, like, poster boy ally and kind of, like, join the party with queer people while still being straight. And he can still do that. But I feel like people are starting to get, like, frustrated with the whole Harry queer-baiting thing. And he's, like, walking a fine line right now with the way he spoke about his gay movie this weekend, seeming, like, real ignorant. So what can we learn from this? I think that we can learn to just, you know, everyone is on a journey with their sexuality and there's no rush to label yourself. There's no rush to ever have a label. However you identify is beautiful and whatever label you give yourself is beautiful. But I also think that if you don't identify with a specific community, you shouldn't impede on those who do and have public discourse about it and try to impede on space of people who are in it. And try to capitalize off them and discuss the matters because you can even do damage to the community based on like ignorance or lack of just knowledge about the lifestyle or not being like privy to a lot of the things that go on within it. So I think 
Harry can continue to be a gorgeous, labelless icon. I love Harry. But at the same time, he should, like, refrain from saying things like that again. Iconic actress Jennifer Garner has debunked the whole beauty community this week because she has given some of the best advice on her beauty regimen and self-care that I feel like I've ever heard. She was asked about her number one piece of advice to young women or men out there about, you know, looking good, beauty and all that stuff. And she had to say, my number one beauty advice is always the same. Look in the mirror less, obsess less. Look at the rest of the world to see what you could be using your time for instead. She said, we all look at our faces more than people used to, and it doesn't do you any good. You obsess over changes or how to fix something on your face. My advice is to look at the mirror less and be cautious when it comes to injecting anything into your face. Be very, very incredibly judicious and wait as absolutely long as possible to add anything. Don't think that you're 37 and need to be shooting up your face. You don't need to wear so much makeup or have such a constant blowout. This was like the most motherly piece of beauty advice ever. And I think it's so cute. And I think it's so refreshing to hear with people telling you all these like beauty secrets and all these celebrities having makeup brands and getting such obvious fillers and procedures done. And I just think such a simple piece of advice that is kind of counterintuitive, like what's your best beauty advice? Just stop looking in the mirror so much is so smart and so useful and kind of something that I've been doing lately. It's literally helped me so much just obsessing less. I used to think like not obsessing over my appearance, like even last year when I was 21, my birthday was really last week, but like in 2021, in 2021, I was like, so so, like strung up on my body and being in the best shape and my face like looking the cutest. And I was really obsessing beyond a point of it being healthy for sure. And I kind of thought back then if I didn't obsess over my appearance that I would be caught slipping and I would spiral or like snowball into becoming like less attractive or becoming less like diligent with how I look. So I would just be so on top of it in order to stop myself from like degrading my appearance or something or like having pimples or my hair looking bad or gaining weight or having some kind of mishappening with my appearance. So I would just obsess so much. But this year, without even like really trying to, I feel like I was just exhausted. I just obsessed less. I look in the mirror less. I care less. Especially with my whole like hair journey. Like I experienced like hair loss. And I and I think that is like probably what triggered my obsession with my appearance because I was so worried about that part of my physical appearance that 
I wanted to like compensate with the rest. But even I've obsessed over that less and it just led me to feel free from caring about my body and appearance so much. And it's even made my personality better almost. Like I used to think everything was so looks based and when I would go out or like go on dates or something like that's all I would think about like as if that's all it was about like being attractive or attracting them or like I even used to think that if I didn't look good when I went out with my friends that I was like 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 bothering them or something like I was just so anxious about it but now I feel like that is the complete opposite now when I go out I don't even let myself think about how I look after I leave the house I don't let myself have anxiety about it I don't check my the mirror all the time I don't check my snapchat camera all the time to see how I look I just focus on having a real connection and living in the moment and that makes everything so much better and I really think what Jennifer Gardner said is like the best advice so what can we learn from this I think there's so much more to you than your appearance and how to feel the best physically and mentally is just not obsess over how you look. It is not worth it. Of course, you know, do an appropriate amount of maintenance on your appearance, obviously, but don't make it everything or base your worth in it. And that's not to say I don't think you should get filler or anything like that. Of course, do it if that makes you feel good. But again, don't put all your worth in how you look after the filler or or will this filler like finally make me completely happy? But if that's just a small part that you would like to do for yourself, of course, do it. Um, or even if you're like a make like a makeup content creator, I'm not saying like that's a bad thing. Like you can be a makeup content creator and want to do all the the beauty content and look the best while still not obsessing about if I don't feel like I look my absolute best, it's gonna like ruin my mood. So I think just having a good balance with how much time you put into thinking about how you look will make you think you look a lot better. And from experience, it absolutely will. So maybe look in the mirror half as much today as you did yesterday or fix your, you know, reapply your lip gloss half as much as you did like yesterday. You'll still look fabulous, I promise. And you'll just feel a lot better. Now let's move on to someone who is the exact opposite of Jennifer Gardner. And that is... Andrew Tate, an absolute menace to society, the infamous, but in his words, most famous man in the internet right now. Andrew Tate has been banned today. It's been official that he has been banned from Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok, and YouTube. And all of the courses that he has been selling are disabled. So if you don't know who Andrew Tate is, he is an ex-kicks he is an ex-kickboxer who was then a reality star and now an entrepreneur. And he's this really infamous media personality on social media who is basically using all social media platforms to boost the sales of his courses he made that he's really just doing for a cash grab. He's a f- full scam artist. He sells courses to teach young boys and men to become alpha males and how to invest and do all the finance bro kill me shit you know what i'm saying he's a troll and he's like says shocking things online to get attention to get more sales and his character that he plays to get attention to these scam courses are he is an extremist alpha male so if you haven't seen alpha if you haven't seen andrew tate 
just imagine the worst person you could possibly think of. The most mansplaining person, the most beta male, hopefully is sterile person. He's just horrible. So he's an alpha male extremist and he does that to get more to get more views and go viral and make his brand. But overall, his brand is very hateful. He, in his videos, he's a misogynist. I will not administer CPR unless you're a hot female. Some little dude once said to me, yeah, but if it's next to your bed, what if you like upset a girl and she catches you cheating and gets a machete? Bro. There's no female alive, even with a machete, that would stand a chance. Have you ever seen a woman try and do anything competently? Oh, you cheater, you're cheating. Said that if a woman is going out with a man, she belongs mm -hmm. to that man. That's his woman. So if she wants to do OnlyFans. She owes him some money because she's his. I'm not now good. If a guy and a girl is dating and a girl yeah. is OnlyFans, she uh -huh. owes him a cut. She is his girl. Insane. But what does that have to do with anything? Because she's his. So that is you saying that women are y your property. It's not about that's exactly property. what that it's means. About the fact that she belongs to him and the intimate parts of her body belong to him because they're in a relationship. He literally said that if his woman or sometimes he refers to women as if his bitch has only fans and his bitch should give him all the proceeds from her only fans because she is his property as his girlfriend and he is and she is selling his property and so he should get all of the profits he literally said that he has been accused of domestic violence he gives like a boy's lessons on how to treat your women and if they're acting up and aren't obeying him like dogs if they aren't obeying him then you should literally grab her by the neck pull her towards you and yell shut up bitch and somehow that's gonna get her back in her place he's made comments about r-a-p-e saying um well he's actually already been banned from twitter for a long time He's been banned from Twitter for a long time because he said on the platform that um, women should be held responsible for their part in RAPE if they dress themselves for it or set themselves up for it. Yeah, he literally said that. Um, he's been investigated for human trafficking, and he's just a full scam artist who is really taking advantage of the social media sphere and the clicks and the crazy clickbaity things that he says just to promote himself. He's even admitting in the past that businesses of his of his has been total scams like he had like a cam girls company where like you know cam girls cat from euphoria <laughs> they kind of simulate sex for men on facetime basically and he would have a bunch of girls who would do that and they would prey on desperate men and then he wouldn't pay the cam girls he would just take all the money from them and some of them stopped working for him and spoke out about it. So, total scam artist. But the gag is that boys love him. They think he's just amazing, the Messiah. They He's everything to them. But they're just incels. But you wouldn't believe how many incels apparently there are out there. Because every video about him goes so fucking viral. He has a whole army of just deranged, unfortunate beings who really look up to him and want to become the top G by what he teaches them. Um, and he just really teaches them like very hateful mindsets and he's very dangerous. He can literally radicalize all of these men and boys online and offline to act like him and commit these horrible acts of misogyny and 
literally like hate crimes towards women. So now everyone was kind of calling for him to get banned and making videos exposing him, including me. I made a video exposing him on TikTok and all of his trolls reported the video. And so TikTok sent me a message like a mass number of people are reporting this video and like it taken down, blah, blah, blah. I didn't care at that point. It's been posted for a long time. So the job was done. You know, I helped bring Andrew Tate down, but a lot of people were calling for him to get taken down literally just to like protect the history of the youth in this country. I imagine how awful if there was just a bunch of little Andrew Tates running around with all the enough horrible existing examples of misogyny we have we don't need someone as insane as andrew tate so finally he was banned and all of his hustlers university courses are shutting down as well so we won't be able to promote it to these young boys who are literally wasting their money trying to learn from him he is seemingly functionally canceled and has been deplatformed and that is what he deserves because he is a troll beta male raggedy ass bitch so what can we learn from this i think what we can learn is that evil will not prevail the energy that you put out into the universe is going to come back to you and if you put out hate and negativity you will not prevail and you'll get hate and negative outcomes in your life you will not succeed you will not win and even though andrew really thought he was doing something really taking over the world here you know his master evil plan was working it did not work because karma is real and it's going to come back around and bite you. And I think what we can learn as hopefully the good citizens of humanity who are not trying to radicalize a whole army of incels to turn against women is that all it takes for evil to triumph is for good men to not do anything about it. So keep calling out the men on straight talk. Keep calling out the incels. Keep calling out the overcompensating beta males don't let them prevail don't let them get away with it rid them of their platform just like we all did to andrew tate and we will keep our very fragile community on social media aligned yeah i'm a hot girl pop girl rich girl i'm a bitch girl fast girl catch me if you can girl you a swerve girl who the fuck are you girl you just want to be me i'm a hot girl Pop girl, rich girl, I'm a bitch girl Boss girl, catch me if you can girl You a swerve girl, who the fuck are you girl? You just wanna be me Pull up to the mansion, pull up to the party All my friends are so hot, we gonna get it started Pull up to the mansion, but you are not invited Lip gloss on and I look good Cause I'm a hot girl, hot girl, rich girl, I'm a bitch girl So the Kardashians first had their first taste of fame with the most infamous criminal case in American history and they're going back to their roots of crime and death almost <laughs> because shit's been going down with the kardashians this week they can't even keep up with themselves so yesterday scott just got into a really bad car accident it was a single car accident i guessed his current 20 year old influencer girlfriend wasn't there he was in the car by himself and this was in a residential area it was the Oak Skater community, so some rich as fuck community that us lower 99% will never have to worry about. It was in the Oaks community, and he was driving by himself down the road, and he hit a stone pillar on the edge of someone's property. Like, you know how people have, like, stone 
concrete boxes like surrounding their mailbox, shit like that. He hit that going really fast, so fast that his car was flipped to its side and he was in his Lamborghini. Oh, oh, that makes me feel so bad for him. It was in his Lamborghini. That Lamborghini was begging for mercy. Oh, 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 okay. Lamborghini mercy. Yo, chick, she's so thirsty. I'm sorry for that. Um, he was in his Lamborghini and it was told, told it was fucked up glass shattered like that shit. I don't even, I don't even know if you can repair all that damage. It was really bad to the front. I don't, I don't, I don't really know car parts. I don't know if the bumper is in the front or the back, but like the whole hood or the head or the car, whatever was like railed. Scott had a cut on his head and was bruised a bit, but thankfully besides that he was fine. They think that speed was a factor, so maybe he was, like, speeding a little too much. Maybe he was going around, like, a curve. Because sometimes when you're going too fast around a curve, like, they really mean slow down around those curves. And, like, you know, instead of 45 miles per hour, go 25. They really mean that shit. It's way faster than you think when you're going around curves like that. They don't think alcohol was a factor. No, no, no. They know alcohol was not a factor. Thank God. Like, thank God, because that's what I originally thought. I was like, oh, no, no, it's got having a relapse. Like, he's been doing so good for so long. I don't want this for him. Thank God. I really thought it could be bad for him. And he has just so many good things going on with his life right now. Like, at such a stable point in his life. So I was very happy to hear that it had nothing to do with alcohol. Courtney would be, oh, oh my God, Scott, you are literally so annoying. Like, she would have been pissed all over again for the hundredth time. So no, he was just maybe going a little too fast or maybe he was texting, you know, Sophia Richie or one of his other teenage influencer baddies if they wanted to go to Saddle Ranch tonight. But he will be okay and he will live to be Lord Disick and reign over Rain, his child, another day. So getting into the criminal parts, Kim K's Kim Kardashian's robbers, the men who literally held her at gunpoint, have now, one of them just now came out and said how he really feels about the crime that he committed against her. And it is some sociopathic shit. Wait until you hear this. So if you don't remember, in 2017, I believe, Kim Kardashian was robbed in Paris. And there was about 12 men who were in on this operation They admitted that they stalked her online for two years, tracking her moves via every single app they could, Snapchat, Instagram, everything. So they were tracking her. They were tracking what to steal from her, what pieces of jewelry they, you know, were, what pieces of jewelry she was very likely to have on her whenever they decided to strike to know if it was really worth it. So they were really stalking her for years. And then they finally decided to do it at Paris Fashion Week in 2017 and they broke into her airbnb or villa or wherever she was staying at this really like fancy ass historic ass place so we'll just say her villa in paris fashion week by holding a gun to the security guard and the doorman to make their way up to her room and then they tied her up put duct tape around her face and mouth and put her in the bathtub and held a gun to her head and took everything from her And they have found all the men, thankfully, involved in this. But they just interviewed one about the heist. And he, like a damn sociopath, said, since she was just throwing money away, I was there to collect it. And that was that. 
Damn. Holy shit. Some some people in this earth are just born evil. There's just bad seeds on this planet straight out of Satan's ass. Straight out of Satan's womb, fresh out Satan's coochie. Just evil ass motherfuckers. He said he was asked, "Do you feel guilty? Like, do you feel bad?" And he literally said, "Guilty? No, I don't care." He said, "Guilty? No, I don't care." What? You literally ruined Kimberly Kardashian's mental health forever and fully traumatized her where now she can't even go to Turks and Caicos without having to call her therapist and ask if it's safe here. You did so much damage to this woman and you don't care? I can't imagine being so disconnected from other people's emotions and lives. Truly, he should get the life sentence just for that statement that he just said. I can't believe he would even say that. And then he kind of explained why he did it. He said, celebrities should be a little less showy towards people who can't afford it. For some people, it's provocative. Oh my God. So he has this whole, I'm I'm Robin Hood. I'm stealing from the reality stars of the world to give back to people who can't afford it. It's still thievery it's still robbing you can't just hold someone at gunpoint and almost kill them because it's provocative and they posted it on social media don't hate the player hate the game the kardashians are just rich because of capitalism hate capitalism like it's not the kardashian yes i agree people need to be like less flashy and i think that's what we can learn here for sure to about like cybersecurity and um irl security like being more savvy about letting people know where you are and letting people know what you own and having easy access to information about where you live and having like real means to protect yourself in person. I think all that is so important. But at the same time, I don't think it's Kim's fault for being flashy. I think she's just living her life kind of like that's her brand being flashy and being a celebrity and giving us like moments like that with her jewelry and outfits. And shit like that, so I wouldn't blame Kim at all. He's literally the number one victim blamer. Like, damn, you're really going to blame your own victim. He's like, yes, I did stalk her for months and hire 12 guys for this operation and get guns and hold you know, a gun to her head. But I blame her. It's her fault. He, he said he doesn't feel guilty. Well, sir, you are guilty. I guess he just doesn't identify with that verdict. And I guess he has a right to that, but he also has a right to seek mental help get a lobotomy sir you're fucking crazy on the other hand the guy who actually masterminded the whole thing i don't even know how to pronounce this name it's omar eight i don't fucking know like omar i'm not gonna learn how to pronounce it because he's a criminal and try to kill kimberly kardashian but he actually wrote kim an apology letter while he was in prison and he still is saying that he regrets his actions and realizes the psychological damage he caused (laughs) If only your ex would send you a text like that. I regret my actions and I, I realized the psychological damage I caused you. <laughs> he sent that to Kim. As if Kim is going to use her lawyer power to get him out. He's like, oh, I've heard Kim has been getting people out of prison. Let me write her a note. Imagine like being in prison because you tried to kill Kim Kardashian. And you, and you find out there's one celebrity helping people get out of prison. And it's Kim Kardashian. <laughs> the gag. How the tables have turned, bitch. So, I mean, at least he admitted... And he, you know, he realized the psychological damage that doing something like that 
to someone could do. And I'm glad he's grown in that way. I think that's real progress in his criminal journey. So maybe he'll politely rob someone the next time. Why do I feel like if some if my robber wrote me a note and realized he was like, you know, felt bad and said he was sorry, I'd be like, oh, like, let's get him out of prison. He he he's he apologized, you guys. He's so nice. They'd be like, Patty, he robbed you. And I'd be like, yeah, but he robbed me. You know, he chose me. <laughs> Is that Stockholm, Stockholm syndrome? I think I would suffer from that. But yeah, I'd probably let my robber out if he sent me like a nice, like cute note. Maybe put like XOXO at the bottom. XOXO, your attempted murderer. I'd be like, oh. All right, well, thank you for joining me at Pop Culture for University today. I hope you enjoyed all the tea that we discussed and put a little pep in your step for the day and have some shit to talk with your friends and just love the whole vibe. You know, I just hope you loved the fucking podcast is what I'm trying to say. So if you did, write this podcast five star on Spotify, Apple Podcast, leave a cute little review, screenshot, I post it to your Instagram story. And I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week. Remember to be a bad bitch and to slay the day away as you always do. And to realize that no bitch has anything they could even say about you. Like when you walk into work or school, just realize, wait, what, what could a bitch even say about me? I'm so beautiful and iconic and smart and effortlessly charismatic. There's nothing they can say about me. So just, just know that next time you have anxiety or trepidation about going anywhere, just ask yourself, you know what, what could a bitch say? Just ask yourself that. And I think that will help you get through the week. I really think you should do that. And also, look in the mirror less. I literally love that lesson so much. I'm looking in a mirror right now because I have a mirror where I record this. But I'm looking away. I turn my cheek. Don't look at me, Patty. Okay. Well, I will see you guys on Friday. And I love you. And I hope you have an amazing week. Feel free to DM me, post, all that shit. I appreciate it. And I will catch y'all later. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.